This is exactly right. Hey everybody, this is Babs and I wanted to tell you about a really cool charity comedy show that I'm doing tonight over Zoom, Wednesday, July 22nd. The show's at 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you have wanted to see me perform before and haven't been able to, this is a really great chance to tune in and also help a really good cause. It's with this charity called Young Variety, and basically they have a goal for each show. Their goal for this show is to raise $1,000 to buy an adaptive bike for Elijah. Elijah is a 13-year-old boy from Hawthorne, California. He was born with cerebral palsy, and you know, he's 13. He wants to be able to ride a bike with his friends, and he can't ride a typical bike due to his disability. So he needs an adaptive bike uh, that he has tried out before and he loved. And with this show, we're hoping to raise enough money to get him an adaptive bike of his very own. So... Like I said, the show is uh, tonight at 7 p.m. over Zoom. It's called Quarantine Comedy Night, Laughing from a Safe Distance, hosted by Young Variety of Southern California. I'm posting this all over my Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find me at Babs Gray for the details and the link and all that stuff. Uh, ticket is suggested $5 donation. If you have more, give it so we can get to that $1,000 goal for Elijah and it's just going to be a really fun show for a really good cause. So hopefully I'll see you there tonight. Also, you have a chance to see me at least two nights a week hosting Comedy Quarantine, which is my nightly comedy show on Instagram. If you go to Comedy Quarantine on Instagram, you'll see all the lineups. That show is every weeknight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. We have really great lineups. It's a super fun show. And that's just there every day for you guys to come check out. We raise money for comics and for charities every single week so that's a lot of good places you really just have no excuse to not come see me do comedy at this point so i hope you take it i'm babs gray and i do not recommend come on an empty stomach <laughs> uh i'm brandy posey and no no mr gifts was my father's name please call me spencer <laughs> <laughs> jesus i'm tess barker and i'm still doing hot girl summer actually and i like this year's better because everyone has to stay the fuck away from me (laughs) (laughs) and this is lady to lady can you keep a secret neither can we our guest on she's amazing she's hilarious she has a new podcast coming out called wow rude danielle perez back on the pod hey ladies hi she has such a nice setup she's got like this she looks beautiful she's got this gorgeous like rose gold background and i just like hobbled in from under a rock (laughs) truly the other three of us literally came to the zoom like having to hold our eyes open with our pinky and danielle is you look like the inside of hamburger mary's like you are (laughs) we're always celebrating (laughs) always five o'clock here no i just okay because now everyone is like be on my podcast and they give you a zoom link and then, whoops, you're being recorded and filmed. Right. <laughs> and they yes. don't bother to tell you that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we, a long time ago, we even stopped taking photos with guests because we're like, no one needs to look good for this. No, because we're we're hosted by three women and we're not going to do that to our guests. No, you know, it is the ultimate (laughs) betrayal to at the end of a podcast be like, okay, now let's take a photo together. And you're like, no, 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 no. That this is an audio media friendship we have built. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's part of why, I don't know about you ladies, but I've been doing a lot of lipstick because I think lipstick compensates for everything else. Like if you have to do a quick zoom and you look like shit, just throw on some lipstick and then they can't really see the rest of your face. Yeah, that's well, that's from I'm just not a lipstick person. It looks really weird if I just have lipstick, so Mm. I can't. Mm. I'd rather go nothing. That's my zoom fix. My world fix is I'm not doing my mouth, but I am like throwing a little bit of makeup on my eyes because the mask. It's like you can't wear even, lipstick. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, exactly. You're giving eyes. You're smizing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're a smize situation. <laughs> I mean, look when when you see a kid at Sprouts wearing an anonymous mask, you got to be able to like make eyes at him to let him know that it's not the I mask. Saw that. What was going on at your Sprouts? Because there was a furry mask and a <laughs> dude. These kids in these the streets children? are getting wa- yeah. There were children wearing masks, and I felt weird taking a video. But then I was like, well, I can't tell who you are because you are wearing a mask, and you are wearing you're wearing the anonymous mask. And but it was this tiny child running around with a cart with like an adult anonymous white mask with the fucking V for Vendetta face on Wait, it. The guy Fox. I think mask? what you. Yeah, the guy Fox mask. Okay. Yeah, this kid was wearing a guy Fox mask, and I was like, "That's not. That's not regulation." I, <laughs> I think. think. I think what you took was evidence. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What that was. Yeah. <laughs> Just like yeah. a casual video. <laughs> yeah. When that sprouts goes up later, I'll be like, You're "Oh, like, I isn't think- this cute? We're gonna see some shit on the news. You're gonna you're gonna be subpoenaed." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look, anything for the gram followers. If it gets me more followers, even if that's federal judges and lawyers, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I like it. that. That's where they're getting their. They're like, well, you know, I followed a new account and yeah. got a- <laughs> I'd like to check this in for evidence. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was really creepy looking. I was like, oh, I don't like. I don't like this. Why? Why don't you're not wearing a real one? Like a Halloween mask is not. It's not a mask. Okay, you know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate here and disagree. I think fabric is fabric. If you got something in front of your face. It's not fabric. It's not fabric. It's plastic. plastic. It's like a plastic Don't you think that still blocks the drop? Mind you, I... You have breathing holes. have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because it's plastic. Because otherwise, if it was just plastic... (laughs) Yeah, then you would die. They'd be dead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they would do. Obviously, it would have to be... Yeah, the top half would have to be cut off. And then... I see. How are you, yeah. Danielle? How's your how's your quarantine going? Like now that we're in this, you know, know. infinite, infinitely in this situation. infinite core core. It's like <laughs> spring breakers, but like core forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, real up and down. Really riding that up and down quarantine wave. Took a real big down. Um, And now I'm exploring the brave new world of uh, psychiatric medication. (laughs) That's this phase, I think. That's what this one has brought is, yeah, everyone's like, all right, I need some help here. This is not getting better on its own. Starting outpatient treatment uh, (laughs) for mental health. It's like, okay, well, I guess uh, (laughs) this is what happens when all you're left to do is stare yourself in the face every day. And yeah, do that's not like what you see. I want to see is where are we on the trajectory of everyone being on medication? I think we're going to see some real spikes. 
Well, I started my, I I hadn't been on mine regularly and yeah, I had to start making sure I got back on mine because of this. Yeah, I went, same thing. I went down really low and I was like, okay, let's try to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I read something that just saddened me to my core yesterday that again I like to share this stuff with you but uh of course yes share the pain (laughs) dilute dilute the pain among all of us it's perfect but my thing I think I've shared with you like I very I can't stop reading about the virus it's I've Mm -hmm. I've been on for I'm like one of those people I just can't stop reading about it uh and some expert that was uh in an article yesterday was like I wish people would stop saying can we do this yet there is no Mm. yet and I was like, oh, fuck. That's yeah. terrible. Like, oh, you mean like just doing normal stuff? Again? Yeah, like there yeah. is no yeah. yet. Like there, there, that, this idea that, I mean, and also yeah. like I just read this long read in the New York Times yesterday about like our response to the coronavirus. And like this is all mm-hmm. obviously stuff that we saw playing out like in real time. But yeah, it yeah. is so absurd, as we all know. Mm-hmm. that they just set this timeline and they were like come hell or fucking high water <laughs> bars are opening on the 18th and they never looked back and like they gave like each phase of our reopening was like 72 hours long like yeah just- it was like why have phases at all like all of a sudden i was like oh phase two and then it's like why are we on four like yeah. that's the point of it's yeah, chill no, went badly. Let's go backwards. <laughs> yeah, maybe back to phase one. Let's just go back to phase one for a minute and just chill here. And like now we're on orange. We're like at an orange alert level, and it's yeah. like mm, I think we're like on like fire. Like, yeah, not even a color anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like blue. the deep. It's blue because yes. it's that the hot fucking yeah. fire. I- yeah, it really feels like we all it's like when you accidentally move in with a significant other and then realize like a week too late that it was too late. Like you can't go back to living separately. So you're just like, I guess we fucking live together now. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, everything's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's good, though? Let's switch. What's good yeah. for you guys? What's like good? what has what's been good this good? week? I had a very fun weekend. Um, what did you do? I went out to, uh, I mean, the guy I'm dating went out to Joshua Tree to go see the comet that is happening right now. And we, like, took out, we took, like, a dinner and we, like, set up, like, a table and just, like, watched a comet in the desert together. Me and Sean did the same thing. We had the exact same date on Saturday, but we were in (laughs) Aw. Yes. (laughs) It was very, very cool. Though there won't be another comet um, coming near for another 7,000 years. So, yeah. What comet is this? It's a it's Neowise. Neowise. It's mm-hmm. really, really fucking cool. Yeah, you can see it with your eye. Um, but if you have, like, a camera that you can do, like, time exposure or anything, mm-hmm. you can really see the tail, like, really far behind it. Um, but it's And it's going to be, I think, like, this next week you'll still be able to see it. It's in, like, the north, north northwest corner of the sky, kind of, like, below the Big Dipper. Um, but you just have to get to a place that's, like, dark. Yeah, so you can like, you can't. The first place we tried to look at it, we were in Ojai, which is like a pretty dark place, but yeah. in our exact proximity, there were like some street lights and stuff, so we couldn't see it. Mm. But then we drove up to a Vista point that was totally dark. So I would recommend like get somewhere where there's like zero ambient light. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So we're already in the dark emotionally. We just have to get somewhere physically yeah. and match yeah. the yeah. Well, and actually, we also have a new moon in Cancer. So yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight's, tonight, tonight is the night to do it. <laughs> Tonight's the night. I'm ready. I'm ready. Strike me down, Comet. I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want that Comet to just take a sharp turn. And she's like, just here. Just get, get a little closer. I was, I was thinking about it because I was like, uh, 
this one kind of came up pretty quickly. At least I didn't hear about it like a long time mm-hmm. coming, the way that like, you did with a Hale Bop, where like you knew about it. And I was wondering if there were any cults that like tried to form last minute, like, oh fuck, there's a comet, we should try to kill ourselves and get on it. <laughs> they haven't heard anything in the nudes yet, but. If there's any like oh it's Nikes. happening we just haven't yeah. heard about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I've yeah. got Google alert on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if like yeah they started telling us about comments later and later in an effort to to diminish the the number of cults probably they were like we don't need more people castrating themselves no. <laughs> take it easy <laughs> did you guys watch that Waco show it's like on Netflix now but it's not a Netflix original. My sister oh, said it's really good, and I want to watch it. Did you like it's it? So it's a show. Good. It's not a doc. It's really good. Right? It's, it's not show. a doc, yeah. but it's a show. But it's like Dude. for sure based on like you know what true really events. happened. Yeah, it's uh, Tim Riggins is in it, right? The Ooh. Tim Riggins actor guy. Okay, Wait, he's not. He's see? not. He's Danielle. Not Friday Night Lights. Have you not seen it? I've never seen Friday Night Lights. I know people are obsessed. But you'll I love it. Watch. You'll love yeah. it. Brandon, I mean, you'll love I'm, it, but I think you'll love it. I'm watching everything now and how it's like, I guess I just mainline uh, entertainment. Oh, yeah. Um, But, okay, I watched it as, like, you know, the uprising was happening and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, continuing to go on. It was like, yeah, they don't seem so crazy. You know what I mean? It's like the government is, uh, yeah, they're they're lawless. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean... I will say that was my first thought. Remember that Wild Wild Country documentary? Yes. Mm -hmm. My prevailing thought at the beginning of that show was, I could join this cult. Like, I think I would have fun. (laughs) I asked my mom if she, like, um, had heard of them. And she, like, did. And I was like, I'm surprised you, like, didn't join them. She got really (laughs) mad at me. (laughs) It's like, I don't know why. (laughs) It's kind of a compliment. They were a pretty cool cult. (laughs) They did. Until I got to, like, poisoning homeless people. Then I was like, okay, I wouldn't do that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That was a faux pas, I would say. That was an agreement. Yeah. At the very least, yes. There's definitely some cults forming right now that we just haven't heard about yet. I'm curious to see the cults that come out of quarantine. Oh, Yeah. You know, over, this is like all over Zoom meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of Zoom oh cults. <laughs> Imagine like a Zoom meeting, like for a cult getting like Zoom bombed. <laughs> Just a bunch of teenagers coming in and fucking up their chance or whatever. <laughs> They're like trying to indoctrinate, but like can't because like porn just keeps being spammed. <laughs> no, we're supposed to be celibates. Get this porn out of here. We can't handle it. <laughs> I feel like cults, there's no in between. They're either celibate or like really horny. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Remember no. the weird one that we saw when we went, when we went to Salt Lake for my Lake? album taping? We, you yeah. saw it? Well, we, yeah. were, we were staying at a hotel and we got in the elevator with these people wearing all purple. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what's up? What happened? How do we? I remember saying hi to them or something. Yeah, we were yeah. talking. I think I was like, purple, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then we. So it's, so it's a little weird. like a family on like a group trip. Because you know how people wear sure. matching shirts? Like. Well, to what? Disneyland and well, shit. Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, two people wearing it, whatever. But then you get down to the fucking ground floor and you step out and there's a sea of people wearing purple. No. Yeah, and that was a good, a good sentence. And then, yeah, so yeah. it was just like, and then we looked it up and it was something called like Rose something, mm-hmm. whatever. And we looked and it was for sure a cult, like a legit cult. Yeah, definitely a cult. And like, I remember at one point, I, I think I literally do think that I was like, ah, purple, huh? And they were like, tomorrow we'll be wearing pink. Oh, <laughs> <it was> just- <laughs> 
Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stop trying to make happens. cult happen. It's they not are a thing. The mean girls cult, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone, I want to do an experiment. On the count of three, everyone say on a scale of one to ten what you think your likelihood of joining a cult would be. One, ten, two, ten is being three. Most? Ten is the most eight, likely. Eight. Ready? Most I was going to say seven. <laughs> I'm like a hard eight. I'm, I'm up there. I think I'm an eight, sure. too. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, I'm like up a, there. Like a one or a two, I think. <laughs> I don't think I'm... I could, like, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I could potentially start a cult, but it does seem like a lot of work, and I don't yeah. want to do that, but... I don't a think lot I of uh, handling before. personalities, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then it's like at a certain because you have to like you have to keep one up. And cult, a cult is just like the ultimate extension of like the improv yes and because like you have to keep one upping yourself to keep people engaged. You can't just like remain a static like okay this was my good idea. You got to like add more and more and get crazier mm-hmm. and crazier otherwise people will leave. Well, that part I'd be good at. I feel yeah. like being Hiding. a demigod could be cool though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that like you don't have fun. to do as much work then. People are exactly. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just get. I'm an extrovert, so I like the idea of being like trapped in something with a lot of other people. Um, I love costumes and outfits and themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very easily themes. influenced. <laughs> themes. Themes. <laughs> I love themes. <laughs> oh my god no reasons why i think like i i would thrive in a cult um is like just being told what to wear and do every day <laughs> just to not have to make any more choices like it's exhausting <laughs> put me out of my misery also you always end up sucking like the old man's dick and it's like i'm doing that anyway so <laughs> Might as well, like, be favored, you know, in a real tangible way in this cult. I did want to say, related to my opening joke, do you think that sucking dick and swallowing in the morning, is that breaking a fast? (laughs) I just watched Rami season two last night, and I just... Oh, I need to see that. I'm sure something that's like crossed his mind. (laughs) (laughs) Proud, thank you. I'll I'll, I'll have to tweet that. Um, Um, You know what? There's protein. There's there's calories in semen. Let's see how many calories. How many calories are in? There has to be, right? Yeah, there has to be. I don't think it's a lot, but I don't. I don't like think celery is technically negative calories, (laughs) right? That is true. You are doing work, so. You could be burning as much as you're taking in. Semen contains between 5 and 25 calories per teaspoon. Oh. oh that's how, a- how is, also, how, how do you have fattier cum? Maybe it's when you it's know what? chunky. You know? I know exactly what fatty cum tastes like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just glad to like get this stuff down on record before everything Yeah. Because I just really want to like have a nice, you know, base of of a legacy exactly. here. Exactly. So it's this good is... to just put it out there. Exactly. <laughs> For the time capsule. No, when they that's study so... the human race, they'll be like, these were the great thinkers of their time. <laughs> So you, Danielle, you and Madison Shepard have a new podcast coming out. What, when are you guys putting it out? Do you know? Um, we're going <laughs> to, once I wrap up my outpatient, <laughs> <treatment> <laughs> we will. 
shit regularly. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like a lot. Like literally, I like I go to therapy and then I like cry, and now I'm like just crying like uh unprovoked and it's like oh that's a lot you know um i don't do that uh, <laughs> they're just yeah. we're like chipping away at the like hard exterior and it's like ah, i'm you know leaking yeah. but it's gross no. um but it's a lot of work to get in there you gotta really dig around it's hard yeah but like i'm excited so we're probably gonna release it like um in like four to six weeks probably like four to six weeks yeah awesome. nice. that like the first like legit episode I'm excited. We're gonna, originally we were trying to do it like over Zoom, but like have a video component. It was, the technology was very complicated. Yeah. But now I think we're just going to do it like outside from mm-hmm. um, oh, the front cool. of my house. Um, Cause there's like shade and it gets like good light. And then we're just, yeah. you know, super far apart. Yeah. yeah with awesome. masks on. That wor- yeah. yeah, it's so weird. We haven't done, I mean, we haven't podcasted in person and. I mean, I know. I mean, obviously, since this all began, so yeah, it would be it's going to be so weird when we when eventually we get back to that because now I am used to like Zoom. Babs, yeah. there is no win. There is no win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. there is no <laughs> win. Yeah, don't think of it yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Honestly, like truly, like Madison was like the first person like outside of like my roommates mm-hmm. that like I've like hugged like since quarantine, and that was. <laughs> That was like a few weeks ago, and I was yeah. like, "Am I having unproductive sex?" It was so like scary. It was frightening. I know. Yeah, there was, for real. You know, there was like a a um, memorial for our friend who passed away, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, yesterday, and I just I didn't go because I was like, "Fuck, I can't handle seeing this many people and like not being able to hug them. Like, it's yeah. just gonna drive mm-hmm. me insane." You know, especially it's a really, situation like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I went to Daniel Rugweb's like special taping at the drive-in. How was that? At, that looks so cool. That was really fucking cool. I've never been awesome. to a drive-in before, so I truly like did not know what to expect or how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the setup was really amazing. The stage was huge. The lighting was great. There were so many cameras, and like I ran into other comics, and that was really fun. But like Aww. even in that, like being outside, it was like. I wanted to get closer. Like I was just taking risks that I just don't, you know, normally. And Mm -hmm. that's scary. But it was like, I almost started crying. I was like, just so happy to see my friends. I know. And then that feeling of just running into someone at a show, it's like a very particular feeling. Yeah. So that was, Mm -hmm. yeah, like a taping, a special taping that we know a few people who did where it was a drive-in thing. So would you flash your lights like in honk to laugh or like what was Yeah, the... yeah. Oh, so cool. if we oh, like to joke, we would like flash our lights. We would beep, beep, beep. Um, it was really fun. Yeah. Was anybody there with a little cucaracha horn? Because those are my favorite horns in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would fuck up people's punt. Like it would, you'd have to wait for it to be over. It's a long and then, song. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a good seven seconds of like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gold by the little cucaracha horn. Yeah, exactly. Or ice cream man just comes to the back and he's like, "This is my favorite bit." <laughs> um, we have to take a break. We'll be right back. All 
right, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Beth. I'm Tess. And we're here with Danielle Perez. Hi. Hi. Um, Every time I say hi, I like wave my hands, hi. and it's like no one is gonna see that. But I like that you, you kind of have like the RuPaul hi going on. Hi. Oh, hi. Is hi. a little bit right, isn't it? Or that's what the queens say when he comes on. That just always reminds me of Drag Race. Hi. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah hello. Um, hello. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We were talking about ice cream trucks on the break. Those when I was a kid. The nature of my neighborhood that I grew up in, we were from like an unincorporated, like my street is where the unincorporated area starts. Mm -hmm. So my brother and I could always hear the ice cream truck, but it was always exactly too far away for us to ever get to. Like there was no physical, isn't that terrible? Like it tortured me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I still like ice cream trucks still make me like a dog on a leash. who's like trying to get a bone. I'm just like, Uh, it's I the worst when you could hear it but not see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> One time, me and a few friends were in Griffith Park doing mushrooms, and we were like, "It." We found like a little hill. There was no one around. We were just like in the middle mm. of you know the park, and it was just us like tripping out. And all of a sudden, over the hill came a guy with the ice cream cart, yeah. and I was like, "It was just like a miracle." We we're just like, <laughs> "Yeah." These are savior. <laughs> but then also own. terrifying to see someone when you're not expecting them. Yeah. So it was like a combo of like <laughs> being ready for him and not. Um, did beautiful. you get an ice cream? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. And I'm sure I didn't want to eat it at the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want to eat when you're on mushrooms? No. Really? I've never done mushrooms. I'm no, it's not like that. a... No. Oh, they kind of fuck up your stomach a little bit sometimes, but oh. also it's just like, you're just like amped. You're just not like... Mm. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. When I'm on mushrooms, like it's eating, but especially like I can't look at my phone. Like technology, food, and the outside world are just so in- incomprehensible to you. Like... You yeah. don't want to get sucked into it at all. Right. So you got to like, mm. be like, goodbye. Anything too involved. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's why you want to be cause... around nature and stuff. Yeah. So you can just kind of like zone in on like simple things. Mm. Yeah. I also think mushrooms kind of like, definitely they've like permanently changed my relationship with nature. Like you don't ever unsee what you see when you're on mushrooms. Damn. Uh, but I also think because of that, they put you so in touch with like the natural world that I think they really reveal to you like how evil technology is. Like, I think you're just, you have this like visceral kind of reaction to it because your brain's mm-hmm. just like really more in kind of like a truthful place. So how do we get all of Los Angeles to take mushrooms? Yeah. I think we just have to bring Coachella here. i'm like mad that uh we're in quarantine and coachella was canceled (laughs) (laughs) why you want to go have you been to coachella before i've never been no yeah oh no actually i have wait i'm stupid i have been to coachella um yeah, no, I have been to Coachella. I went, I went like one of the last years that you could just like buy single day tickets. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like my bestie at the time, she was working as a designer for some like denim brand. And so they like paid for her to go there as research. Oh, that's Ooh. what you want. You need like an in. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that, like that's a reason to go to Coachella. No, I guess it's just like, you know, Coachella was canceled, but then like also summer was canceled. So it's not like just them getting shut out of things. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like we're owed a year where only Coachella gets canceled. 
Yes. Like, then yeah, things absolutely. will be fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Remember that like, what was the name of that festival that was like, fire? the lineup was insane. No, not fire festival, fire. but it was like, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, TLC, Brandy, Monica, Snoop Dogg, like the line, like, like it was an insane lineup. It was like love. At- oh, yeah. God. yeah. Do you know what I'm talking, talking about? about? Yeah. It was like supposed to be in May or something like that. But there was like all this, like little Kim was supposed to perform. Oh, Lauren I Hill mean, was obviously that couldn't have happened. The world doesn't deserve that. But Snoop Dogg was behind it. Like... <laughs> Like Mace, Puff Daddy and oh Mace Ross. It was like a truly, it was like a one day event situation. I'm sad that was canceled. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But the internet, I remember like a lot of the rappers started like posting screenshots of the flyer, just being like, uh, I haven't gotten a check yet. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's what happened? Well, I guess. And then oh, like, yeah, they all know, started being like, fuck the, they all, you know what it was like? <laughs> It's like, did we just expose fire as fire festivals happening? Like, uh, it was, it was like um, this guy. Lovers and friends, lovers yes, and friends, lovers and yeah, friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, uh, Brian Foy, who's like a LA whatever, oh whatever area producer, who's always been kind of weird. He just got outed for Quote like not giving producer. money to charity when he's supposed mm-hmm. to. Oh, but he yeah. produced this show like two years ago. That the day of everyone, it was like fire festival of LA. <laughs> everyone just backed out the day of. It was like, that I'm was... not showing up to this. Oh, I think I backed out of that. Yeah. I think <laughs> literally Madison, everyone did. Except Madison you, started you, a giant group text with like everyone yeah. on the show being like, so <laughs> we're not going to this, right? <laughs> so that was like our fire fest because everyone was like, this smells rotten. What the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's literally five blocks away from me. I'm going because I want to see what this shit show looks like. <laughs> and... We like, wanted to tape our sets to like sell them potentially to Netflix. I like how everyone just says like Netflix as if like, yeah, that means. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you have a meeting with Netflix, sir? No. Well, and really who yeah. this speaks poorly of is everyone except Babs. Because why did we agree to do this? We knew it was bullshit. That just shows you how shitty comics are. Like, we all knew it was bullshit when we said yes. Half of us had no intention of ever actually going. Ugh. Yeah, he was one of those people where I was. I would just be like, sure, I'll take a set. I don't know what your fucking deal is, but, like, I'll go. And yeah. he always was trying to do causes for the right cause. So I was like, okay, seems like yeah. he's on the right side of shit, at least, yeah. you know. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, he ended up not giving the money to charity when he was supposed to, I guess. Um, even though I was like, every show, I was like, there's no way he made any money. Like, he's not making any yeah. causes. Yeah, there's no audience here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Madison Sinclair said that she had done a show of his, and he had set up a stage in someone's front yard and didn't tell that person. Oh, my God. What? And so they proceeded to have the show (laughs) she just did a show did her set while like the owner of this home just like stood behind her like with their arms crossed like furious like what just like get off my lawn like literally oh my god (laughs) and she has a video of her set because brian taped it after he told her she he wouldn't That's really funny. I like just seeing like a family peek out from the windows. Like, what is this? 
So we didn't ask for this. No one Man. is safe from stand-up comedy. No See, it's God. trespassing. I love Abs- a meme. That's the Antifa <laughs> to really be scared of, is comedians showing up on your lawn and doing, yeah. doing this. Seriously. Well, we can't be bombarding people who are just trying to enjoy their sushi dinner anymore. So No. Yeah. Man, when people say they don't like stand-up, I'm like, fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I understand. Someone's yeah. hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you guys yes. watched that Indian matchmaking show? No. on netflix i am no. obsessed it's so good it's a very quick watch there's only like eight episodes they're about like 30 minutes each but like mm-hmm. so it's this like indian woman who's like a matchmaker in india in the u.s all over the world and these indian people want to like get married and have her set them up so this mm-hmm. one woman aparna she's in houston texas she is a lawyer and uh, she has very high expectations for a partner. And uh, she was presented with a match who hosts a podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's all <laughs> She went on a date with him and literally asked, So what does that mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, How do you make money? And then he was like, well, you know, I go to colleges and do a lot of keynote addresses. And she's like, people pay you money to speak? She's <laughs> like, it was That's amazing. It's so funny because it's, even though it's been around for so long, like, it's still like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's, it's still so much. It was amazing. She was like, I hate, com- I hate comedy. I hate comedians. <laughs> I was like, I love her. She's my favorite person in the world. Seriously, if anyone deserves true love, it's that woman because she knows exactly what she wants and it's not a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Who used to live in San Diego. (laughs) I remember when I when I dated like a guy who was like a pretty big a pretty big podcaster. No big deal, guys. No big deal. I needed a few. I mean, Babs, no big deal, but you're a pretty big podcaster. So. Yeah, you're a big oh podcaster. Yeah, they were dating me. Um, exactly. Thank but you. He, I'm sure I've said this before, but whatever. Um, he would, like, talk about something that I, you know, didn't know about. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. I forget. You don't you don't listen to the podcast. Like, is that oh. I should have heard it on the podcast already? Oh, that's horrifying. Ooh, that's actually that's so offensive. That's I I know multiple people that have dated podcasters and had that happen. Wow. I will I say this. I want you to listen to this. No. I hope you're not I, Yeah, please no. don't. Actually. I always say my husband is a podcaster too, and neither of us have ever listened to a single episode of each other's podcast, and I truly think that's a secret to a happy marriage. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? No. no. Absolutely no. not. No. Uh-uh. Oh my god. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm like, what kind of monster <laughs> listens to your podcast? No. I mean, that's one thing. Like, if you're first starting to date someone and you want to like creep on them, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. obviously yes, a great way course. to creep on reconnaissance. Someone. That's research. Yeah. 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 Yes, but once exactly. you've sealed the deal, it's like, why? Why tell any deeper? <laughs> Exactly. It's, my my boyfriend actually does listen to this podcast. But, oh my! But, I'm so sorry. I know it, it's okay. He's <laughs> but he also listens to male gaze with our friends. You know. Oh yeah. Steve, mm-hmm. Brody, Alan, and mm-hmm. uh, Zed. And um, it's funny because he'll just report back to me something that Steve has said, and he'll like <laughs> tell me about Steve talking about his butt plugs. Oh no! Shit. Hold well, on. My oh. my recording stopped. One second. Oh yes, sir. All right. Okay. So, 
yeah, my boyfriend. Uh, butt plugs, listens, Rebecca, butt plugs. Yeah, talking about butt plugs. Um, so he'll listen to Steve talking about butt plugs, and then I'll just be like, this is a weird way to hear secondhand about, or thirdhand about, like, my friend's butt plugs. <laughs> You're like, I don't really need to know about the, like, be updated about the a butt plug situation. I mean, if I wanted yeah. to, I would know where to get it, you know. But I'm 100%. Not going to source. And I will say this to Steve's credit, and I don't think he would mind your boyfriend telling you about his butt plugs because I was recently on a Zoom birthday party where that was the first thing Steve talked about. So. <laughs> You know, news in these streets. When Steve <laughs> discovers something, watch out, world. You're going to hear about it on multiple podcasts, <laughs> on multiple streaming platforms. <laughs> yeah. If there's a microphone, he's got a topic. <laughs> but you know what? I think butt plugs, I think Steve's doing the Lord's work because they should be destigmatized. I think there might be more gentlemen out there who would enjoy a butt plug. That is true. I mean, yeah. I think that's what he's yeah. trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. By the way, I know we we have Doing some code. Or, don't we have mm-hmm. some code for sex toys somewhere? Oh, uh, I was oh gonna, you guys have a code for sex toys? Do? I was gonna shout it out. Just, yeah, oh, we do. a promo code. Yeah, I thought you meant code. like I thought you meant like oh. a euphemism. I was like, no, we would just say butt plug. No, I'm not. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm not talking too. about euphemisms. Like, I was talking about how many calories come has uh. earlier. <laughs> Adamandeve.com promo code lady. There we go. <laughs> Get your butt plugs. Your butt plugs. Get a discount, Lady everybody. Yeah. I think a, an uphill battle that butt plugs face is that it's just a really funny word. Like, butt yeah. plug? <laughs> butt That's plug. true. Butt is it a great is. word. I like. I say butthole a lot, like, in a, as a joke. Because it's just a great yeah. word. Yeah. I mean, it's butthole? better than ass stopper, so. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I... <laughs> Um, well, all right, ladies, should we play a game? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Danielle, I bet you you were big into MySpace, right? Not really. I mean, like, I learned how to, like, make my top eight, like, 16 or 32, and then, like, okay. the thing, but not, not Wow, crazy. that's all you did? No, wow. but, like, <laughs> honestly, Brandy, that mm-hmm. felt like an attack. <laughs> Wow. You were wow. probably into MySpace content, nice. yeah. That's, yeah, quite an assumption. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean it as that. I just <laughs> meant it more like, I mean, I'm looking at your background right now and your makeup and you're glowing and it's day 127 of quarantine. So to me, that no, tells me you've always had good photos of yourself. I and haven't that's all showered in seven days. It's bad. <laughs> this isn't. Oh, this is so not. It's not, it's not highlighter. It's grease. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. Okay, never mind. This is good then. So we can make you experience what we wasted our time with on MySpace, which was quizzes, getting yes. to know you. Mm-hmm. Wait, there were quizzes on MySpace? Oh, yeah, oh, they, yeah. People would post bulletins where they'd be like, okay, let me tell you a little bit about me. And then mm-hmm. they would answer these questions. So we'll ask you a few of them. Okay. I've got a MySpace. What did you do for your last birthday? Um, I had, uh, oh, I had like a birthday Zoom slumber party. 
Oh, oh yeah. Because it was in core, so we did face masks, drink, put on wigs. I will say looking fun. at a Zoom with like half the people wearing face masks is fucking terrifying. It was, so, it was amazing. So creepy just with like these like white sheets over everyone's face. I realized like we're all just kind of sad. I was like, this is it. This is pretty. This is uncomfortable. Um <laughs> Uh, oh, I did. I have to. I'll play it at the end of this. But um, some friends, including Tess, bought me a birthday greeting from Chris Kirkpatrick for my birthday. Oh, like on Cameo? Yes, on Cameo. So oh, we'll play amazing. it at the end of this. It's really funny because he just does that. not want to be doing it. He's so <laughs> sad. Well, he's calling you Barbie the whole time too. I know. <laughs> I, like, I think Whitney made him do that. That's what so. Whitney calls her. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, honestly, his pathos is the star of the cameo. I mean, you are watching a man at his rock bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cameo is really our greatest gift, I think, in quarantine. Honestly, like we got um, uh, Carol Baskin. Her. Oh my God, (laughs) that one. Her and her husband. Okay, wait, here, I'll play it. Hey, Barbara. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Um, Now, this is a birthday message coming to you from me, Wit, Tess, Lampy, and Amber. Um, This is actually really funny because they wanted me to tell you, happy birthday, Barbie. Say bye-bye-bye to being 36, but don't tear up your heart because there are no strings attached to turning another year older. This, I promise you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write that. The girls wrote that. But I hope you have an absolutely wonderful birthday. Um, it's kind of crazy in these times. Everybody's finding a really cool way He's to send get birthday gifts yeah. and, and special things. So hopefully this finds you well. Happy birthday, Barbie. The way he swallows before he proceeds, just like there's more. (laughs) Yeah, it's still going. Um, Like there's so many deep breaths and just like pensive looks at the floor. Like, (laughs) man, what number in the day do you think that is for him? Is that like in the beginning of his day, at the very end of his list of cameos, or is that like somewhere in the middle? The only one. I don't. How many people are buying it? You think? Like truly. I mean, I don't know. I'd love to know the numbers in these cameos. Yeah. Yeah, you can pretty high. If you go to cameo, you can look at their recent. Like you can see the other ones yeah. that they've done um yeah but yeah that was just i just love him having to say the puns is so funny <laughs> i was thinking it also would have been funny if they had given him backstreet boys ones and stuff <laughs> just, <laughs> oh just my to God. be a dick <laughs> that's for sure happened <laughs> oh. oh my god um okay here's a question have you ever found something valuable on the ground oh I've never found a dead body in the ground, so I guess not. You have or have not? I've never. So I don't think I've ever. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm like, have I in the ground? I remember. I'm not really digging in the ground like that. Well, like on on the ground. You're not really like just (laughs) getting a shovel and going out there. (laughs) 
Really, you know, have indoor kid energy. <laughs> I'll say this to Brandy. I'll I'll counter your uh, your Danielle would have been on MySpace with a. I'm surprised you don't own a metal detector. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am shocked you don't actually. <laughs> now who I... knows what treasures you could have uncovered next door when the the hoarder you know? worked out. Uh, am I borrowing uh, somebody's metal detector right now? Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For just to check out the hoarders, the space after the hoarder left. Couldn't find anything, wow. but I was looking. I absolutely was looking. Yeah, yeah. Am I dating somebody that has two metal detectors? Yes. <laughs> that was a hardcore read test. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. I, well, I, I remember being in elementary school. I found a money clip with, like, uh, $5,000 in elementary school. $5,000? Where? Dude, like on the playground. Um, and I was in like first grade or something. And it was like a gold money. Like I don't know if it was actual gold, but it was like a gold money clip with like a fuck ton of money in it. It was like, I remember counting it and being like, uh, I don't want to do. I told my teacher and she was like, we're going to take this to the principal's office. Cause <laughs> you know, you know, you're too young. Yeah. And I remember, remember asking the next week, I was like, do I get that money? And they're like, oh, the pr- <laughs> The person claimed it, so which is bullshit. Which means there was definitely like a drug deal going down on my <laughs> on my recess grounds at some point. Well, you were with, weren't you around like a lot of like uh, government people's kids and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So who knows yeah. what was going? Yeah, yeah. What shady shit was happening? Some ultimate shady shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally could have been anything. But I think that was the beginning of my um, wanting to find weird shit on the ground because it started off on a pretty high, pretty high That's level. A high, yeah, it's a great way to enter into the scene, break in. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Finding money on the ground is like such a beautiful treat when you find like $20 out of nowhere. It's the best. I found like 300 bucks once uh, really? five wow. years ago or something. Yeah. Wow. Damn. What a right? Oh, you know what? I have found something of value on the ground. I found a bag of cocaine. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Danielle, I think I might have been there because I was like, I'm not going to say it, but if she does. <laughs> and you. And it, <laughs> Where were you guys at a party or at a bar? I was uh, I was um, doing uh, Molly Rubin had that show at the at like the Little Easy in downtown yes. LA. Mm-hmm. It was like a New Orleans theme bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did the first show, and then I just I was getting water, and I looked down. I was like, I think that's just a little baggie with some print on it and white, and I was like. That's mine. <laughs> and it's like, are you too good to do floor coke? No, Danielle, you're not, actually. You're pretty proud of it. Found mm-hmm. on the inside of it. There's definitely coke going on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That just comes yeah. standard with the uh, with the decor. Yeah, New Orleans <laughs> It's part of the ambiance. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is the only way that we could top Mary-Kate Olsen's bowls of cigarettes is bowls of coke bags. <laughs> Now they have to be stranded around the floor for you to find randomly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine yeah. having a pinata with little baggies just, just <laughs> busting it open. Someone has done that. I swear to God. Oh, oh without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very expensive pinata. <laughs> Coming soon on my super sweet sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> god, do they still make that show? That show's got to be done, right? I wish they still did. I would still, I would watch it as an adult. 
I love yeah. that shit. I love rich assholes behaving badly on TV. <laughs> it never gets old. Somebody I saw, somebody not. tweeted like, hey, you guys need to put 90 Day Fiance on the drive-in theater. And I'm like, holy shit. I would watch <gasps> oh, the fuck out of that. Whoa. That would be incredible. Yeah. That is I, it. I would, that like, is don't give Coachella. me anything. Yeah. yeah. Can we just spend a whole weekend doing that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Danielle, what's your favorite reality trash? Um, I, let's see. Okay, well, I just watched that, like, Indian matchmaker show. <laughs> that was great. Um, I want to get into, um, into 90 Day Fiance. Because, like, I've seen it, but I haven't, mm. like, there's... Before the 90 days, there's, there's like a lot of, after, yeah, there's, the other there's like ways. a lot of splinter kind of mm-hmm. shows and specials. And so I want to like just really break into that whole universe. I wonder what's going yeah. on with reality show producing right now. Because like I've, I've gotten into Survivor, so we we're watching a few seasons of that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are they like... I actually have an answer to that because my friend works in reality. Um, oh, right. They are all quarantining in like one resort for like two weeks everyone cast and crew and then then for the entire duration yeah they all film and they all get tested like every day wow yeah well survivor would be the easiest one to do because you're just so isolated yeah you're just kind of like away from everything we keep watching it and like going back and forth on me being on the show because i want to submit to it but i'm like you should submit do it it. survivor no barbara no (laughs) no (laughs) you can submit you know what they could still do? They could... I think I would be okay. Except for the bad sunburn I got two days yeah, ago. No, yeah, I just don't see you as someone who's going to like be out. I mean, one of these other shows maybe, but Survivor, I just, no. I, I don't see I you like spearing you fish did. with your bare hands. No. But that's not, that's not the whole show. People eat a lot of Do you really have to do that? <laughs> Yeah. Like, do yeah, you dude, really you have, have to, like, to survive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you do. You have I to. I mean, they're not going to let you die. But they, you're also with a lot of people. So it's like a teamwork thing. It's not like you That's just true. by yourself. Yeah. That's true. So there's a lot of people who take, who, like, take, you know, turn. You do various things depending on, like, what, what your skill set is. But, so yes, you have on. to be able to survive. <laughs> yeah. Farmers going to go on and, like, batter eyes and be like, can someone build a shelter? <laughs> yes, please. 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 I don't know. I think I would do okay, but also it looks insanely hard. And I can't yeah, tell. Yeah. I would either thrive or immediately crumble. So I can't right. tell which one it would be. Yeah, definitely. This woman yeah. had a fucking ear, a bug bug crawl in her ear and like munch what? on her <gasps> oh no and then yeah that no. looks kind of horrific mm-hmm. absolutely oh that's and you like basically sign away like if anything happens to you like medically right they're like yeah. i mean they responsible. do yeah they they have medics come in like they're at the ready you have to be able be willing to be pulled from the game if something really fucked up happens yeah. you know but yeah, yeah. They, if any like long term serious damage, it's like you sign that away. Yeah, when yeah. You came no, on you're the for show. sure saying like I will die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I die, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. I wondered, are you allowed on Survivor? Can you choose to tap out? Yes. Okay. And do people do yeah. that very often? No, not often, because they're out there. Really? You know, they've decided like I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long does the whole show last? Because like I've it's... never, I've maybe seen parts of episode like the first season i think you it's know? 36 days or something okay. total something mm-hmm. like okay. that that's but, how many know, shorter people, than i thought yeah how many people do you start with you start with i should know these answers more i think you start with like 16 people 
Okay. That's been a ton of people. Yeah. yeah. So, or maybe it's 20 or something, but I mean, the challenges are really hard, physically demanding in, in every way you could think of. Like they're, it's Mentally, like you have to hold yeah. your arms like this for like as long as possible, you know, Oof. holding up weights and it's like eventually, yeah. or you just a lot of different shit, like swimming and diving and like solving puzzles and just all the stuff. And then like, you're only left with rice and beans to like eat unless you win a challenge and then you win like other food so okay i have a question about survivor yes (laughs) um is okay like is anyone famous from survivor besides that like richard guy guy? i don't think so i mean i don't don't go on survivor i'm like if you're gonna go through all of that that's actually the appealing part is i'm like oh it's kind of appealing that these are like normal people who i don't have any idea who the fuck they are unless i watch this show yeah, it's like they're they're you're famous in Survivor fandom and shit, but like not like yeah. That seems appealing that. to me because it's like I don't know. It just seems like a lot of normal people doing it, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't. I still want to like. It's one of those things that you just watch and you're constantly being like, I want to yeah. do this, <laughs> even though like it looks fucking horrific. What is the appeal? You think you would just feel like really gratified afterwards, or? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looks like fun. Like the challenges look fun. It looks like a really interesting. It's also all the gameplay so basically what happens is that they vote like it gets down to like 12 people and then whoever is voted off each time goes on a jury and the jury is who decides who wins so they vote on the person who wins a million dollars so it becomes this huge game of like who do i want to be with me at the end because i don't want them to win the game also Mm -hmm. who do i want to be on the jury who actually vote for me who i don't fuck over so it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of layers of playing and not just mental politics and stuff yeah basically Yep. This is Drag Race All Stars Three Rules. Is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this that. is how Shangela yeah. gets fucked. Okay, cool, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, so it's it's just interesting that way. I think I would have good gameplay personally, but I don't know. If I, I think would you would be good at that. Survive. I think you'd be yeah, good yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah physically. Yeah. I mean, for but there are a lot money, of people who get dragged through who don't do shit, and then somehow they make it to the end. Yeah, I feel like the key is to, like, be good at the challenges, but, like, not make waves at all, and then, like, yeah. slowly, you want to, like, be as small as possible yeah, for most kind of, of it. Yeah. yeah, but some people try to do that and get fucked, and some don't, so it's just hard to, but it's interesting, yeah. it really does just break people down to their base, you know, thing, mm-hmm. and so, like, it always ends up that there's some misogynistic fucking, like, oh. dickheads on the show who yeah, just, yeah. like, someone, a girl does something wrong, and then they're just, like, have it out for them and they just like talk you know and it's just it's interesting to watch people just be stripped to their like basic you know souls sort of that's what i love about reality tv is it's really the closest thing we have to like sanctioned torture i mean it really (laughs) straight up america's next top model oh my god that's one of my all-time favorites all time i I want to get back. I want to, I'm like, you know what? It's been a long time. I want to watch it from the beginning. I want to get back into it. Yeah. That sounds really, really nice. Really, really comforting. (laughs) There's no one like Tyra Banks. Like what a fucking national treasure. I mean, she's so mean. I love her so much. I saw a video recently. It was like, I I don't know, somewhere on the internet, but it was like all about her undercover segments on the Tyra show. Remember how she would like go undercover as like homeless or like fat or just like an exotic dancer. Just like totally terrible, just truly awful. And then like um, I started reading the comments and one of the women in the comments just totally like went into her experience like 
trying out for her modeling agency that was like a sting operation. (laughs) And like she heard like she got in the room with like these agents and all of a sudden she's like hears commotion and screaming in the hallway and like someone banging on the door and she's like what's going on and someone's being dragged away. She's like it's Tyra! It's Tyra Banks! Don't do it! Because apparently... You know, the agents were supposed to be creepy and ask you to get naked, which, like, they're not supposed to have you do. So this one woman, like, gets fully naked, and then Tyra Banks just, like, bursts through and, like, tries to cover her with a blanket. It's like you're doing the exact thing you're trying to, quote-unquote, warn against. Yes, that's what all of her stunts were. She's like, let me show you how mean this is by doing the fucked up thing. What the fuck? Tyra is Jesus. on another level. Oh my god! There's I only met one. Tyra Banks before quarantine. It was like really? one of the last fun things I did before four. She has a line with Nine West, and uh, she had an event, uh, and somehow I was reached out to to attend. It was the most cuckoo bananas thing in oh the world. Oh my god! Just like you know, influencers and Instagrammers. And I was just like, one more glass of champagne, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to see it. Tyra did not want to touch anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) She was, like, supposed to be there at, like, 7.30. It's, like, you know, 7.50 and, like, all the, like, assistants are just looking stressed, just, like, on their phones, (laughs) like... It's so funny to was, see like influencers in the wild because they're just like not it's not natural. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not no. natural. They're not real mm-hmm. people. I don't well, think they deserve human rights. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well the videos of them at protests are like actually insane because there's all these videos of them just like walking up, can I borrow your sign? Thank you. Take oh a picture. And then they like leave immediately. And I'm like, you're the devil. Fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just tell you guys, I went to a weed party that was like all influencers and me. I guess they considered mm-hmm. me an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> you're, in, you're influential. I'm influential. Um, I'm under mm-hmm. the influence, that's for sure. Uh, yes. But <laughs> I went to this like super fancy weed party in the Hollywood Hills and it was just me and a bunch of like younger influencers. And I mm-hmm. made so many friends because I was the only one I came alone and I was like the only one there who like knew how to have a conversation I, I say, had yeah, you can oh I'm sure yeah I was surrounded by this flock of like young hot people who were just like wow conversation tell me what it's like to be a person yeah it's I like, sold my lived. soul for follows you have life experience wow and that's why I'm glad I don't make money and I did open mics instead. <laughs> I did it the right way. I'd rather be a podcaster than an influencer. Those are the only choices. Those are the only, oh yeah, it's like fuck, Mary kill, podcaster, influencer. Uh, uh, last one. Podcaster, a humorous. humorous. Lifestyle humorous. Humorous. <laughs> yes. um, well, you got to Fuck the humorist. Yeah. Yeah. Kill the influencer. Marry the yeah. podcaster because they're good at conversation. Yeah, I think I think that's oh, right. That's, that's bleak, though. It is bleak. <laughs> Just that ask that Indian me. woman. <laughs> <laughs> that Indian matchmaking show is so... I'm, like, a, truly obsessed with her. Apologized. <laughs> her having conversations with men that she is completely uninterested in is just so oh my god i have to see this (laughs) (laughs) 
me relive. She has no time for bullshit. <laughs> Fucking love it. Oh my god. All right, guys, we'll be right back with lady problems. Um, hey, we're back on Lady to Lady. I am Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we are here with Danielle Perez. Hi. Hi. Um, we're <laughs> going to do a lady problem. If you have a lady problem, why don't you send it to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Wednesday morning pick-me-up that I can always count on. I admire all of you as freelance creative types, so I know my career-related question will be in good hands with you all. I am a hairstylist of 12 years, and I've been self-employed for almost six. I've built a successful career in an industry I thought I would always love. I consider myself so lucky to have amazing loyal clients, as well as the freedom of being self-employed and all the perks that come along with it. Admittedly, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I used to spend 50 plus hours at the salon, working late nights and not taking days off. I did this to accommodate my client's schedules and because I felt like I couldn't turn down making money. I was burning out and I didn't realize it. So when my state closed salons down for two months due to COVID-19, I admit that it was a very welcome break from work. It's hard to talk about the pandemic without getting political. I live in the Southeastern US, basically Trump land. When people started protesting the quote, an economic shutdown, I couldn't help but feel subhuman watching grown men and women throwing tantrums about needing haircuts or their roots showing. It hurt to know that so many people out there would selfishly put my health at risk for their own aesthetic pleasure. I had an epiphany. I hate serving people. I'm over being a people pleaser. My clients are not the types acting like children. I am lucky to have attracted a widely like-minded client base, but they do get on my nerves. Example, Complaining I won't wax their chin because I want them to leave their mask on, that I've become more strict with my hours and won't accommodate so many late night appointments, etc. I guess you could say my heart isn't in it anymore. The pros and cons of quitting and finding a new career or sticking with it are vast, and I don't even know where to begin weighing them. On top of everything, my husband and I are now expecting our first baby. So as much as I don't want to be in close contact with so many people, it's more important than ever that we are both making a decent living. Do I say fuck it and get some entry-level job working for the man? Do I suck it up and hope that I'm not miserable in my career forever? Is it just the pandemic getting to me and a feeling that may pass? Sorry this is so long. I appreciate any insight offered. Stay well. Um, wow. First of all, fuck the people who are acting like that to you. Like, they should be so yes. grateful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, you're pregnant and working and they're going to give you grief because you don't wax their chin. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck those people. <laughs> um, my first thought with this person was, I think that, I don't know how like realistic this is where she's living, but mm-hmm. I was like, what if she's tried to get into like doing um, production hair? like doing hair for like TV shows and and commercials and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, because that's like a really good union job. It's like amazing work. You seem like you like the hairstyling aspect of it, but then it's not so much like you're, it's not that you're having to accommodate people. You're going to have like more of a set production schedule. You can take jobs when you want. I mean, these are really hard jobs to get, but I think that might be something kind of cool to aim for. 
Yeah, it's more profound. You're definitely dealing with more professionals and stuff. Yeah, that's too. a that's yeah. an interesting option. I think like if that's yeah, it, I guess it's the question. Yeah. It's like if if the client thing serving people, yeah, is just like really what you don't want, then is there another way, yeah, that you can do your work without that aspect of it, which I guess kind of production is the only thing I can really think of because it is naturally involved with clients otherwise. Um, I wonder if there's like any like beauty schools or anything like that, like te- is teaching mm-hmm. you at all, you know, because then you're still doing hair, but you're like teaching other people how to do it. Um, I don't know, that might that potentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, like, dependent on you for grades, so hopefully they won't be out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's hard, too, because yeah, I feel exactly. like COVID, that's got to yeah. be really hard to find something like that with, with what's going Yeah, on. I guess it's just, like, how do you find a new job during COVID? I guess, like, that's, like, is it something that can be explored when, you know? Well, yeah, that's the thing, because it, it seems like most stuff that – people are still hiring for is like essential worker stuff, which you're going to mm-hmm. be, you know, hitting a lot of these same uh, problems and things like that, you know? Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like alternate jobs where she wouldn't have to be dealing with the public because so many jobs you have to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder if there's ways to cut that on like the, on the way that you're, that, or like on your current expenses like with it like i know sounds like you're like renting a seat at a salon is there like Mm -hmm. a way like is there another place that's like cheaper just so like if you can cut your overhead then maybe like you can cut back on the number of clients you're seeing and still be making the same kind of money like is there ways like corners you can kind of cut with that kind of thing maybe like as you're trying to figure out what another job would look like yeah this is kind of like a long game thing too but i wonder if there's anything to her developing becoming like a hair influencer like starting like an instagram page where you just kind of do tutorials and like show because there's probably a lot of people that are stuck at home that do Mm. feel like their roots need a touch up and they need to learn how to do roots so like i wonder if there's a way to do that yeah i've heard of like um colorists like they'll do consultations where you like zoom with them you show them your roots they like mix a solution and send it to you or you go pick it up or something like that so like I know hairstylists are getting really creative, like using Instagram, Zoom, social mm-hmm. media, just to like keep active and like keep their customer base engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wonder if um, if you, I mean, this is like still working with the public, but if you're maybe able, like how Brandy said, cut the overhead. By just being like going to clients' homes, or I, ugh, I don't know if that's like so scary. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's like outside at your house. Or something. Yeah, like have a yeah. good setup or something. Like or if yeah, you thing- have like an outdoor area, or like set up like a canopy or something like that, some sort of like outdoor system. Or you could try to make a switch into something. I mean, this isn't going to fix the high maintenance customer thing, but uh, switch into something more where you really focus on doing like wedding hair. That's going to be a one high maintenance client, but maybe then that's just like one shitty day that you have a week. Mm-hmm. And then that, because you can charge a lot for wedding hair. So maybe you just focus on doing like events and stuff like that, where you could at least be working like way less and kind of make close to the same amount of money. You know, what might be kind of interesting too, is like maybe reaching out to like, um, like your local hospitals, like other, other essential workers that, you know, 
that do need haircuts and like kind of offering like basic services that maybe like a like a slightly discounted rate or something that way like you're you're good you're getting people that aren't uh aren't going to be dicks because they're experiencing the same thing it might be kind of cathartic to be like these motherfuckers with like a nurse or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I mean it's just it's really tough like it's just tough to put so much time into something and then be facing that big question of like Mm -hmm. fuck is this the thing i want to keep like i don't feel like my heart's in this but starting mm-hmm. over sounds really scary. I mean, I think we can all identify with, with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, we're in a creative yeah. field that's really, really fucking hard mm-hmm. and you have to constantly push yourself. And I hit that thing, you know, often where I'm like, yeah. Fuck, maybe I just need to like do something else. And yeah, I mean, luckily I feel like my love still is in like comedy and that my heart is still in it. It's just like the mechanics of all of it that fucking blow, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, it's, it's something that I, I think like you need to sit with yourself too and just say like, if this is the people that I don't like, like maybe there is some, I don't know how, but some way to just, yeah, figure out how to work with people you, you know, mm-hmm. just like, or is there some way she can do like no talking here? <laughs> I mean, I know people who would love a no talking haircut because some yeah. hairdressers are too much. Yeah, Yeah, I just I don't know. Like, I think it might also just be a little bit about figuring out how to weather the storm and be like, there are going to be ups and downs in this. But like, it is still what I love or what I've invested my time into. Um, Yeah. But I think, you know, ultimately, you know, by like creating boundaries, like that's healthy. That's good. Like in, you know, in your personal relationships, professional relationships, I think that's like a really positive thing and like a positive step you're taking. And I mean, you know, either your clients are going to get with the program or they're not, you know, Mm -hmm. and if they're not, it's like good riddance. You don't want to work with those kinds of people anyway. Mm -hmm. And if they are, then that's like, you know, you're kind of like training them to like, this is what is expected of you, you know? Totally. And like, I think it's important for her to remember, like she has the upper hand. I mean, if you need to get your hair done or you need to get your chin waxed, you're going to do absolutely anything to get that done. So set whatever boundaries you need to set in order to feel comfortable, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You're the one with the skill. Uh, If they could do it themselves, they wouldn't be coming to you. I mean, yeah, it's so hard in these in service industry because it's just like people you know, they want to treat like it's because they pay you, they tip you. It's like, you feel like you have to bend over backwards for them. But I think if you just make your lines very obvious and your, yeah, your boundaries Mm -hmm. very clear to people and maybe just lean into that part of it more. And hopefully that will get people in line a little bit to understand that like, okay, this has to be on your terms. And like Danielle said, if they don't, then fuck them. Just like, yeah, you're just doing a little weeding, get rid of them. I think a, a big really big part of working for yourself and freelancing is just trusting yourself and having faith. Like Mm -hmm. you, that's Mm -hmm. what you give up when you don't have like a stable job is just knowing that the next thing's going to come. So it's, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard setting boundaries because there is always that fear. Like you want the work so bad that you're afraid to set the boundary, but it's having the faith that you can set that boundary and the next thing is still going to come. Exactly. I wonder if there's any, um, like, are, are you friends with a bunch of hairstylists in your city or your area? Or, like, are you in, like, a Facebook group? Like, anywhere that you can, like, blow off steam and just be, like, like text, like, talk some shit on the people that are pieces of shit to you. To Like, sometimes just getting that out is just, like, cathartic enough to be like, okay, I can do it tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, have, have some outlet for whenever somebody is a yeah, piece of like shit. Yeah, like a support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of people who get yeah, it. That yeah, that shit is important. 
Yeah, I mean. Yeah, because as far as starting something new, I mean, like we said, like I don't, I don't know where I would start right now with all that. It's like, it's just so, it's so hard. You know, mm-hmm. we're really facing. Yeah. A lot because there's so many people out of work mm-hmm. and. Oh my god, that fucking hashtag find something new attempt was like the most Dude. asinine thing I've ever seen in my what life. What was that? Wait, what was oh that? That was the White House saying saying they were saying everybody about jobs find something Just new. Something they new. think that's no. yeah, as though that's the issue. Yeah, what right no. now? Yeah, that's, find something. That's find like, something what? new. It's just we are living in a parody. Yeah. like it was just like insane. So there, it, that's not the. No one has that choice. You know, we're all yeah. everyone's yeah. trying to find a job. Like it just makes no yeah. sense. So, but you know what? I think we will find a new president soon, and I really hope that that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he can find, find someone. He can new. find something. He can find something new, like a fucking bullet. Uh, no, that's fine. I, Try I it. Maybe I don't know. Keep it in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just to look at. Just to look at. Um, yeah, just to keep. Um, but I think I think it's it's maybe if you know you obviously have a lot on your hands with like a new baby coming yeah. and all that stuff. But maybe it's about time to like explore mm-hmm. what you what if there are the things you would want to do something that you can mm-hmm. you know be excited about or or whatever. So maybe if that's just kind of looking up just different areas of work and, and kind of exploring what that means and what that would look mm-hmm. like for you and seeing if it's something that appeals to you. Or yeah. Not. I mean, kind of doing some research, some research. I think this is like a good time to like, look at like online classes. If there's like another couple fields that you've been yeah. interested in and be like, all right, I can, that's a no risk thing. I can like try to explore a couple things, see if that's something, a direction I would go in. I mean, I do always like, I, I like having like another like skill, like just on as to be able to like spin another plate in some way, just as a freelancer. It's always kind of nice to be like, okay, cool. These are my different things that I can do if I need, if I need to get in like a, like a corner or something like that. So that might be, be worth it. Plus like, I mean, you, you, you run your own business. So you are, you, you do already more than just hairstyling. Like you already, you know how to run a business. Like you're an office manager, basically. Like, you know, you, there you know how to organize, you know how to do X, Y, and Z just like from having built that up. So you have other skills that you've also like been building at this point too. It's just like kind of realizing it. I think we kind of forget that with comedy sometimes. It's like when you're a comedian, it's you're, you're, you run your own business. So like, you're like oh, actually I am a travel coordinator. I am, you know, yeah. <laughs> I do all these other things. I just, you know, I don't think of it as that, but I, I can do all this other stuff. You know, I mean, you could, fuck, you could give like, um, uh, uh, like, makeover advice and stuff like that. Like, oh, you should get this haircut. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that would be a good use of an Instagram or something. For sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Send in your picture and I'll tell you what kind of hair cut you should get. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> should I get bangs or not dot com? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like hot or not, bangs or not, hot or yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. hot or not. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, I met the guy who I lost my virginity to on hot or not. So of let's... course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Such a millennium. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect moment in time. <laughs> what was this rating? <laughs> Probably an eight. I can't remember. I mean, we Ooh. were like in a serious relationship. Cha cha cha. We did meet on hot or not. <laughs> Start the new hot or not. Look, I mean, I think the internet is missing something like that coming back. <laughs> We all know how easy it is to go viral, so just go viral. Yeah, and make it we love nostalgia. And then money comes. Yes, you know? yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> but yeah, good luck. I know I know it's a tough time, but it's also a good it's also something I realized like living in LA for 10 years and all the jobs that I've had is like mm-hmm. it's really valuable to find out what you don't mm-hmm. want, you know? So if you if that's what you're coming to terms with right now, it's like that is that does hold a lot of value too when you're just like this is not the thing I want for my life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want ooh, you know what? I wonder if there is something to um like styling wigs for people in your area. That's yeah. Because yeah. then you're not dealing with the person, but you're like still dealing with the hair. That could wig styling's very specialized, uh-huh. but I'm you know what I mean like you're already halfway there cuz your hairstyle. Yeah, I mean I'm sure yeah. all these things would take Obviously, if you went into production, that skills you would have new skills you'd have to learn, yeah. stuff like that. So it's it's probably added on top of it. Mm-hmm. But she obviously has the base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And whether it's something hair related or different, I mean, anything, everything's hard. So mm-hmm. find something hard. I always say, find something hard that you like. Yeah. Don't let that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be. Well, that's, uh... We all can think of a few things. Ass stoppers. Ass. Go get your lady to lady brand ass stopper. At just a lady to lady logo on the back of the butt plug, like a pop socket. Like honestly, pop we might need to make that happen with our faces. Our faces can go up your yeah, butt. Yeah, we each get one. <laughs> <laughs> we should put our tongues on the tip. Uh, <laughs> I like that we wouldn't get po- like pus- pocket pussies made of ours, but we'd get. We'd yeah. Put me on a. Put me on a. <laughs> On an ass plug. That's fine. I want to go inside you. You're not going inside me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, gl- thank you for asking for advice from us for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let us know if we were helpful. Um, and also, if anybody ha- uh, has any advice that we didn't say, um, our Facebook group uh, is always very good about like adding additional advice to stuff like that. So, uh, Lady to Lady Yeah, Lady podcast. to Lady Podcast is the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um jump in there yeah let us know because obviously we you know have like a very specific area of knowledge as far as like work goes because we're all in this creative field so if anybody closer to like what she does has some advice that would be lovely mm-hmm. and uh that's our show Woo! danielle where can people find Woo! you on the internet uh find me at diva deluxe no e at the end and at wow rude pod on wow all rude socials pod. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, cool. And Patreon people, we're going to go do our top secret session. If you want to see what that's about, go to patreon.com slash lady to lady. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. 
Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.